ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the dark carousel. <laughs> Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen of the Dark Carousel Podcast. We are going to try this one more time today because we've already had plenty of ten- technical difficulties so anyhow we are going to jump straight into it we today we are going to have an interview with sean boland from brimstone haunted trail so uh your snags we'll bring him in hey what's up guys so it's sean boland yeah boland boland um he is an actor from brimstone haunted hayride and uh I'm really excited to sit down and talk with the gentleman. Um, I've known him for a few years. Uh, first met him in 2012 as Freddy Krueger. He plays plays the best Freddy Krueger I have ever seen in my life. Um, so let's get straight into it, guys. Sean from Brimstone Haunted Hayride. This time I'm going to call him on Facebook. All right. I think that will work a little bit better. We'll see. Can you, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. I don't know what the hell just happened. It said something about, like, Wi-Fi calling, and it just went to shit. So we just restarted the show, and now we're just going to jump straight back into it. So, again, hey, all right. um, you know who I am. Uh, you got Steve over here. Um, he's my partner in crime. Um, again, uh, we just love to sit down and talk to other haunters across the country um, that are, like, just decently... Um, like well known and stuff, and you were one of the guys on our list that we I definitely wanted to speak to and get a story, um, and just hear your lovely experience in the haunt world and where it started. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you're, um, you're welcome. So basically, um, <clears throat> you know, as a as a young teenager, I grew up watching horror movies, and um, as I got older teenage years I, I wanted to pursue working in a haunt but I really had no idea right. where to start <laughs> yeah uh, I went to quite a few haunts as, as a as a kid but I never really thought about how do these how do you work at one because yeah. they're just seasonal and then you would they'd be around five six weeks and then they're just gone they just disappear and I thought it was almost like a traveling circus kind of thing you yeah, know, with yeah, a young yeah. kid because I'm like, what's going on? Where do these people go? How do you get on? And then, so I put my passion for, for acting and all that on hold just because I wasn't really sure how to, how to get into it. But, um, when I met my wife and we just started talking, she said, well, you should go work at one if that's something you've always wanted to do. And I said, I have, but I don't know how where to start, where to go. And she said, well, the one there in Springboro, it's been around forever. It's the Springboro Haunted Hayride and Black Bog. And she's like, it's been around forever. You should just go down there and talk to them. So I went down there during the summer, like late summer, and talked to Bill Danishek, who was the owner at the time. And um, he said, yeah, come back and see us in a few weeks. We'll be, you know, we'll be getting everything started for the, for the haunt season and um i wanted to i wanted to play freddy krueger i've always been into the horror movies and 
I knew those characters really well and I wanted to do something that was familiar to me and that other people would be familiar with. Right. So when I told him I wanted to do that, he was not real big on it because I guess he just thought that it was uh, kind of overdone or maybe not so scary and they wanted more original stuff. Right. But, yeah. and, and so I almost got up and just left the meeting because I had my heart set on doing that. And my wife actually ended up talking him into like giving me a tryout. Basically he said, uh, well, let's see what you got. So I went and got my costume. I had my mask and everything with me. And of course this was years ago before costuming and masks are what they are now. Right. So I had a, you know, a, a metal glove, but it wasn't sharp at all. And, and it was the, like the Ruby's glove that first came out. And then I had the, uh, I bought a mask at Foy's. I think it was like 35 or 40 bucks, but at the time it looked really good. Right. Yeah. Um, and typical Freddy sweater from the Halloween store. And, but I, I did my thing and it was my voice and the lines and I knew everything about, the character in the movie that really sold it more so than just the looks. Um, so he ended up giving me the gig and, uh, I did that for eight years there Shoot. for them. Um, that was, that was a long time, you know, and, uh, but then they eventually wanted to go a different direction with their characters. They they wanted to get rid of all the movie characters they had because they were scared of getting hit with a copyright infringement or something like that. Right. That is completely understandable. Yeah, and I didn't really know that whole side of it, but um, he explained to me there were other haunts that were getting some heat for using movie characters without permission and whatnot. And uh, So we had to create our own characters. So then that's where I came up with uh, my character Skinner, mm. um, which is, uh, it's spelled S-K-I-N-N-H-E-R, like skin her. See that's that's, and, that's that's brilliant. And like I remember the first time I seen <laughs> you in costume, I said, "Oh, dude, this is like some Hellraiser shit." Right. And, and, you know, right. He, he's always showing me YouTube videos of you. Yeah, and like I was uh, <laughs> actually showing Steve over here, um, just your voice. You your your voice gets so deep and so demented. And I'm like, I don't know. I remember the first time I was a, just a customer before I actually started working at the Springboro Haunted Hayride. And um, I had encounters with John. He scared the fuck out of me as Michael Myers. Um, like, terrified me because he, he took his hand and placed it against my throat and slammed me against a wall. And I wasn't expect, expecting that. And, like, I'm a huge fan of Michael Myers, but he terrifies me. So, like, he, he definitely opened my eyes a little bit. And then once we got into your scene where the, you know, the, 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 uh, the truck trailers and stuff – you fucking sold it. And I'm like, nah, I ain't fucking with these guys. These guys are just like, they're legit as shit. And just the, <laughs> the atmosphere, the acting, the fact that I literally felt like I was coming out of my nightmare. You guys killed it. And then when I actually got to meet you guys in person, my, my first words was like, you guys fucking scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and that usually yeah, doesn't happen at all, especially like with movie characters, because there's so many people out there that you know that do and dress up as these movie characters but they never sell it just right but you guys just blew me away and hands down like out of anybody that i've ever seen 
act as Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger, you guys are the main people that I always say that you guys always played the best movie characters. Wow, I, I really appreciate You're that. Welcome. That means that means a lot. That really does. And you know, we we really put everything we had into it because you know when you're doing something that everyone recognizes and knows it, it's got to be spot on or it's not going to work yeah, you guys killed it. <laughs> uh, it, it it's it's gonna pale in comparison and that's what you don't want mm-hmm. and i think that was bill danishek's biggest fear was you know we do movie characters they got they got to be outstanding because if they're not then they're cheesy and you know, I've been to other haunts where they had a kid playing Freddy. He was probably 12. And <laughs> <laughs> his, his voice cracked when he spoke. You know what I mean? He hadn't even hit puberty yet. Oh, Lord. And Coming down, yeah, lunchbox. Right. right. And you, you, it's like, you got to really, I mean, and, and I, I, I see where he was going with that. You don't you don't want that representation of yeah, the character. Yeah. But, you got to lose your mind but, in the haunt world. Yeah, yeah. And I... And I, I Oh man, because you I, I definitely was not was not a big fan of creating something original because I thought this is going to work because people don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna take forever to you know to make a name for that character and for people to know it and and want to follow it or be a fan of it and you know and I'm still kind of that way to this day even though. Um, yeah, but I it's yours. Had... Right, right. <laughs> so that's the bonus. And, of I th- <laughs> and I think I've had Skinner now for, gosh, it's probably going on nine years, I think. Wow. But I just, um, still to this day, I, I miss doing the movie character, but it is kind of cool to put on the Skinner costume and be like, you know, it feels like home. If This is mine. And, yeah, and exactly. There isn't another one out there like it. Yeah. So it's kind of. Now is that um is that a a latex skin or is it silicone? That you... the, everything on there is silicone. So the the mask itself is silicone that I wear. That's and from Shadow Effects, the... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their mask that they call the Carver. Okay. Um, we had we had looked into having a mask custom made just for me, but they wanted I think it was like four thousand dollars. Good God. To custom make a mask so bill's like let's just buy one that they already have so pick anyone you want we'll get it we'll make it work so i like that one because it was like it's it's like someone else's skull attached over a face and and i thought it was cool and different and uh at the time i hadn't i hadn't come up with a name i hadn't thought of any lines or what else i wanted the character to wear or what i wanted him to look like but and I'll give you a little fun fact here. All my years of haunting and, and growing up watching horror movies, when I saw Hellraiser, I, that, that was it for me. That was the holy grail of, of characters with Pinhead. Yeah. Um, and even though his, his time was very short-lived in the films, he, you know, and they didn't, after part three, it didn't really take off much from there. I don't think it kind of yeah. died, but and he's not the malicious like Jason or Michael with his, with his killing and everything, but just the way he looks, his presence. Oh yeah. I, I just, I like that goth kind of dark, like other world kind of look, you know? So I, 
I really, I really wanted to bring that into my character. So when, when people would always say, you look like a Cenobite or who are you supposed to be, or you 10 heads sidekick, that was the, that was the biggest compliment in the world to me. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's exactly what I was going for. That's so, perfect. uh, but I also wanted some elements of like Leatherface, Buffalo Bill, uh, Freddie with the witty dark humor, one liners, uh, all that kind of stuff in there. Um, and then, and then when I, I thought of the name and I, I, I liked the name and I wanted to put instead of Skinner, uh, I wanted to put the H in there for skin her because, you know, I wanted to create a backstory for the character and make sure that everyone really, knew the motive and what he was all about and he basically preys on the typical girl that everyone knows who's beautiful but is always putting herself down or downplaying her looks just to get someone else to compliment her oh, yeah. or to get or to get that attention you yeah know? it's like you're beautiful you're a perfect 10 you don't see it everyone else sees it but you don't see it and they need that constant justification on their looks right. so skinner's motive is if you don't like what you have and you don't like what god gave you then i'll take it yeah, <laughs> and, and i'll pr- and i'll proudly display it <laughs> <laughs> see that's so. that's really cool especially how deep you get into um like your original character you got a an amazing backstory um just the name itself just explains everything um, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's perfect. Uh, I remember the first time I've seen Skinner, I like I said, I was just I was blown away of just the the skin you're carrying around. And it's like, what what are you what are you doing, buddy? And <laughs> it's just that long ass blade you got. You know, you're you got the body parts hanging around your neck and the deep voice. It's like, dude, this guy's demonic as fuck. But in all reality, you're just shooting basketball at a basketball court. <laughs> so it's like there's there's like what the hell's going on? But I just think it's 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 wonderful to just come up with an amazing character like that because it looks like it's out of a movie, straight up. It, it it definitely is. It was was my goal was to. I wanted an image that was iconic and memorable, basically. Yeah, I saw you on the billboard um, last year for uh, Brimstone. I was like, hell yeah, man, it's Sean. I know, finally. I was like, <laughs> I finally got there, you know, after all those years. Of, I put of, my dues I, in. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I knew they couldn't put the movie characters on there, obviously. And, yeah. that, and that's another downfall to, to that is, you know, even if, if a haunt has them and they know, people know they have them, they can't use them for advertising and See, promotions and whatnot. Me and so, him have that debate all the time as far as, yeah. you know, movie characters and haunts. I don't like it. I think yeah. I think it's, everybody does it and I, I don't like it. I like haunts that are their own creativity and have their own actors. And I, and I love it. Yeah, and, and I tell you, across the board, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, you, you hear that from a lot of people and then you hear other people that say, man, if they ain't got movie characters, I ain't going cause I just, I don't, yeah. you know, I just don't have as much fun, Yeah, but I, I like both, but, um, there's nothing better than, than an, a really good, awesome, memorable original character. Yeah. And I plus mean, really like, 
plus like when when it's yours, your lines are infinite. Um, when it comes yeah. to like movie characters and stuff, I mean, not you can still like make up stuff, but you want to try to keep it as original as possible to keep the like original character from the movies as accurate as possible. But when it's yours, you can just go out there and say whatever you want. Oh yeah, and that's the beauty I, behind it. The thing I liked about Skinner was I could say some pretty dark things and get away with it, you yes. know. And, and 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 they let me, you know. I probably had a longer leash than some of the other actors just because I'd been there forever, and and they trusted me with, for the most part with a lot of things. But um, I remember there I was in the queue line one time, and there was a bunch of got college guys, and they were they were having a good time, and I could tell they'd been drinking and stuff. And, they were asking me about that, that the skin pelt that I carry around, you know, like who was she, what was her name, what happened. So I just spun this tale about being at a party and, <laughs> and, you know, I asked her if she wanted to dance and she said she'd rather die. So I gave her what she asked for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I said, and then I said, I said a couple roofies later, <laughs> she was all mine. And, and that's the end of the story. And they were just, their jaw, their jaws dropped. I mean, they were like, Oh my God. Now she gets to <laughs> this go anywhere did. she wants. <laughs> right. I said, this guy, they were like, this guy's unhinged. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I, I was working at, land last weekend and um i don't do it as much anymore um but i i lost my marbles i uh i i went to a whole different realm with my character and i i lost my mind for uh, a good two three hours and um i i said some things that i probably shouldn't have i i jabbed at some <laughs> people with my uh my knife and made them feel really worried. And I was getting really close to them. I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to hurt you, but I, uh, I was, I don't know. I went, I went mental and, uh, I wasn't speaking English and, um, I was roaming out there and it's on, it's on my Facebook. And I was, uh, I was in the queue line for dysphoria and I just, I, I've again, I, there, the lights are on, but no one's home. And I was wearing this mask, like, for my doctor character that I've been uh, wearing as Mortis. Well, I just, I didn't want to wear the mask because I was just getting really hot. It's giving me a headache, so I just took my mask off. And, like, my makeup just looked grimy because I was just wearing a black eyes and the black mouth. And I'm like, well, I'll just, you know, put a mouthful of food coloring and just spit it up in the air and just let it come down to my face. And then that's it. So it worked. Hmm. And, um. Nice. I, I, yeah, I. I, I I fucked up <laughs> in a good way. I was I was getting in people's minds and I made them feel very uncomfortable. Um, I know Sweets over here. He loves to entertain. He's scary, but he's more of like a he's a jokester. You know, he's a prick. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> when it comes to my character, I just I can't do funny. I I, I try to go as scary as possible. It's and creepy I'm, and bizarre. Yeah. yeah, and like I I want to get. I don't want to get in their minds. I just want them to feel awkward. I don't I don't want them to get near me. I don't want them to take a picture with me. I just want them to understand that I'm going to come home and I'm going to fucking murder your family. And uh, <laughs> I, I made them feel like that. And I made these, this lady feel so uncomfortable that she wanted nothing to do with me. And all I wanted was just a hug. That's all. That's, that's all I wanted, and I I love I love losing my mind. Um, and that was I definitely had a blast last Saturday. Um, you guys open up this weekend, don't you? They opened last weekend. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So how was it? Yeah. 
they opened last weekend. Um, well, I and I don't know if you know this, but I don't actually work there anymore. Oh no! <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Well, uh, it's been it's been two seasons actually that I haven't actually acted or worked there. I've been I do all their costuming and stuff for them now. Okay. Um, so I basically just work from home and do their costuming for them and repair masks and that kind of stuff. But as far as acting, I just, I just hung it up because it was just, uh, you know, I'm 50 now. (laughs) So it, it, it was taking a toll on me physically and I don't want to bad mouth them and say that I never like to talk bad about a haunt because we all we're all in the same game. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you know, we're, we're there to provide entertainment, and create, a, a you know, a fun night for, for fans across the way, uh, you know, statewide, nationwide, worldwide. It, it, it's more than just a, a holiday, a season. It's, it's a way of life for a lot of people. So yeah. I don't ever want to talk bad about another haunt okay. or any haunt, but they just, I don't know. They, they, we, we had some things back and forth on what I wanted for my scene and how I wanted my scene done, and it just never happened, basically. And then the following year, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, well, we didn't we didn't have the budget, or we didn't just do this, do that. And I, I felt like I was just getting the runaround a little bit. Yeah. So I thought, at my age, you know, I, I work a full-time job. I work nine hours a day. I'm on my feet all day. I, I leave straight from that job to come here on Friday nights, and I'm here till 2 in the morning and then turn around and do it all over again on Saturday. So I just felt like Is that you know, time? I, put, I put thousands of dollars in my costumes. Um, the Skinner costume, I probably have, I probably have at least a thousand dollars in that. Right. Um, we understand that. Freddy, <laughs> yeah. The Freddie was probably $1,200. And uh, now I got a zombie costume that I'm, I'm working on. That's, you know, I got some money tied up in all those. So it's kind of like, I felt like I did my part to to build the characters and, and make them what they were. Uh, I didn't feel like I was getting a hundred percent on their end what they could have done. Now to, what, to really to really it, make it over the top. Was it a different atmosphere when the Renaissance Festival um, did the whole haunt thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it more when it was smaller and more kind of backyard haunt. Yeah, it's it's just it's still trying to trying to be that, and it and it they're trying really hard to keep it that way. But um, you know, it, it being owned by the Ren Fair, it's it's, a, it's on a bigger scale now, and they ultimately want it to be something like Kings Island. I think they, they want they want it, you know, six, seven, eight attractions, um, a lot like you guys at Land of Illusion, yeah. built this mega park. Yeah, and it's and, like that, that's that's so hard to just think like because like I have like my feelings about land. Land's I mean it's always going to be my home, <clears throat> but you know when before land wanted to go to the Aqua Adventures, the Christmas Glow, it was strictly haunt like how Springboard yeah. and Hayride was, and it was just it felt like an old school haunt. You know it wasn't. Concrete wasn't everywhere. There wasn't no pavilion. There wasn't, I mean, there was a stage, but it wasn't like how big it is now. Now it's like a multi million dollar hunt. 
and right. it's more than just a haunt now. So it just seems like you that's know, it's always put on the back burner. It is the haunt at yeah. land just yeah. seems like it's it's getting let go. But again, it, it I don't know. That's just me saying it, and that's how like I feel about it because it definitely doesn't feel. Like how it used to, no more. Um, well, it's back to the costume thing, like how you're talking about how much money you spend. As roamers, because we roam the park. That's what you know we do at land. Yeah. And we go out, and I'm like you. I have several characters that I built. And don't get me wrong, Sweets is naturally my number one character. But out of all the actors at land, I am the most versatile as far as whenever they have a themed weekend or whatever, mm-hmm. I always help them out, and I always go out of my way to try to create another character as long as they give me time because that's our fight that we fight with them still to this day. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we got to do this. We got to switch it up. There's, there's too many clowns. There's too many of this. We got to do this, do this, this. Well, first off, when I became a roamer, because you know, me and Arthur both came out of the clown house from land, when we came to become roamers, they knew what we were when we came down there and everything was fine. Right. Then all of a sudden <laughs> now... They have a new coordinator for the haunt out there that runs the haunt now. He's going through changing everything and wanting to do this, do this, do this, and this. And that's great. Whatever. Fine if you think you're bettering it. But you got to understand something. That money that you want these new characters is coming out of my pocket, not yours. And right. all my characters, I'm like you. I spend anywhere from 1000 and up per character. Because Mask alone, because all my stuff comes from Immortal. Minimum, oh, gotcha. minimum is five hundred dollars. Yeah, for the mask, and then depending on how detailed you get, you're looking even more. So, after the mask, you design a costume, and depending on how much detail you go, you're easily like you said a thousand and up. And yeah, they exactly. don't respect that, and that's where it gets frustrating because again, you put all this time and effort in to build these characters, and I myself, uh, last year, they had a zombie weekend because. They used to have a zombie-themed weekend and had a company actually come in and help, you know, do that. Well, it got canceled last year, so they had the roamers fill in as zombies and, you know, do that. Well, I looked at him. I said, okay, well, if we're going to do that from now on, I'm going to actually go out and build an actual professional character and make it look as best as I could because I don't like half-ass. So uh, yeah. if we're going to do it, we're going to go all the way. So me and another guy, we both went out and we put our minds to it. And let's say, dude, let's do like dead police officers. You know, we're zombie police officers. So I did like a SWAT variant. And he did like a sheriff variant. So we came up. And next thing you know, when they put the schedule out this year, because they always wait to the last second to put their actual schedule out for each weekend. No, oh, okay. zo- no zombie theme weekend this year, folks. Oh my god! I I mean what I was I was so livid because again me and this other guy we spent so much money on our stuff and then all of a sudden they're not going to do it. So me and the guy said, you know what? We'll just pick a couple days here and there on Fridays, and we'll do our main characters on Saturday. So on Fridays we'll we usually do the zombie thing. You know we'll do that and walk around and everybody loves it. But that's the thing that gets annoying. If you want us to do something, fine. But you got to give us plenty of time to build it, and you have to stick to that. Yeah, it's it's just all about timing, unfortunately. Um, but you know we're, we're sticking through it this year. I know next year uh, they're going to switch things up and go uh, more of a different route with everything, which I'm mm-hmm. not going to get too much in detail about it. But um, so, but that gives us a a whole like ten months to get a character developed and to 
get everything, let get the ball rolling, and then come up with a whole new concept of characters. But man, they they gave us like two weeks <laughs> this year, and we're like, um, no, we can't, we can't do that. And um, <clears throat> so this year we're just rolling with whatever we got, and we're just we're just rolling with it. Timing is very very important. We need that. Absolutely need that. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I I heard that Brimstone like their opening weekend. I heard that it went pretty well. Um, I heard they were fairly busy Friday, first half of the night, kind of slow the second half of the night, and then Saturday. I heard it was pretty steady all the way through. That's good. That's really uh, good to hear. I have I haven't got down to check it out yet, and I plan on coming to land of illusions here at some point in time that's the best part about not acting is i get to go to other haunts and actually yeah. see <laughs> you yeah. know see what's going on there which is kind of cool but <clears throat> I, I do miss uh i definitely do miss acting um but i'm always trying to stay connected to costuming and creating characters and 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 whatever i i still sit around and write lines <laughs> even though i'm not even currently acting I, i'll still sit around and write lines for skinner just because i'm bored yep, I feel that. <laughs> and i want something to do you know so <laughs> yeah that's i just i i don't know like there's there's been multiple times where i'm like yeah man i'm i'm, I'm just hanging it up because this is my <clears throat> my 16th year of haunting and um i'm uh, just like I don't know. Just I. I don't. I don't think it's coming soon. I think I'm still going to continue to do it and keep continuing to do it. I mean, I got the pleasure of being one of the uh, makeup artists up there uh, for the past three years now. This is my third yeah. year, and I love it. I love you know getting better with the uh, the airbrush. Um, and I tell you, what I see on Facebook looks absolutely amazing. Thank you, man. I I, I really I'm, appreciate I'm that. Like really good. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, yeah I um. I don't know. This year just seems good. I got uh, my fiance ended up getting me a, a brand new gun, and I've been using that a lot. And it's definitely helped me a lot with um, detailing and stuff. And, you know, as a hunter, I'm always looking at other people's profiles and watching, like, videos on how they do it. Because, like, when, when we're in the makeup studio and, you know, it's not – you don't get, you know, an hour, two hours – per character you know you got right. 10 15 minutes and you got to bust 15 this. minutes yeah and you have yeah. to do it quick so i love the at, the atmosphere i love the speed um we had uh, a gentleman named joe glenn come from zombie skin from youngstown ohio come down and did a seminar with the makeup team and he taught us a bunch of like techniques and stuff and i like the fact that um just in this past three years as ma the makeup artist alone, um, it's just, it's starting to get a little bit more professional. Um, you know, we're learning a lot, a lot of new things and the improvement that, that I'm, that I'm seeing is just, it's just wonderful. And I, I don't know, this year just seems good. I, I'm definitely getting a lot of different ideas on all these different characters and stuff because I'm like, Steve, I don't, I don't want to make, all these characters half-assed now like if you're in a dark scene i'm not going to do a lot of makeup on you at all right because it's, it's pointless it's but pointless. it's a quick scene exactly what, why waste the time there yeah I but totally if you're that. a key actor in that scene i'm going to make sure that you're going to be memorable and you're going to look great and i yeah. love uh like when i do my makeup i'm super grungy I don't. I'm not clean with my stuff. That that little pumpkin clown I did was probably the cleanest 
thing I've ever did as a makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but she, she killed it. I, I, I seen her act that night and, uh, she absolutely killed it. And I think from now on, I'm going to try to go more of like theming clowns and stuff because like I have a, honestly, I hate clowns. I, I fucking, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> I don't like clowns. I, even though I am a clown, I've been a clown for eight years now at land and I'm just, I, I don't like clowns. I, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like looking at them. So like when I see a clown, I just don't look at the white face paint, red mouth and all this looking like, uh, the, what's the, uh, McDonald's character, Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. I don't want to look like oh, that. Ronald. So yeah, yeah. I try to, it's all right. P- or, yeah. Pew already gave you that nickname, Ronald McDonald. Well, he gave me Mr. <laughs> Potato Head. <laughs> he gave you that one too. Um, but I, I want people to look grungy, nasty, infected, sinister. I just want them to just look as grimy as they can because it's it's a hunt. You're supposed to be scary, right? And I right. love it. I love it. I I I absolutely enjoy just creating all these different like face paints and griminess and getting all dirty. And then when I get done with the makeup, I clean up my area, make it all organized, and I just go volunteer and haunt for a few hours. Now, I like care- what you do. I like what you do with the uh, wearing two different contacts and putting in the fake teeth. And yeah. I mean, the whole the whole thing really changes your look completely. Oh so. yeah, I appreciate that so much. I know um, that that red contact that I'm wearing, that thing is a bitch. I can't see a damn thing out of it, but the customers really? love it. <laughs> yeah, it looks it look, just. I mean, it's <laughs> memorable, like you said. I appreciate that. You don't see that very. No, no, not at all. I know. Um, all right, the first time I ever did the the mismatch contacts was at Supreme Bro Haunted Hayride when I was. Um, you played Mister Moss also, didn't you? Nope. Lost connection. Lost connection. Give me a second. Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> the joys of fucking you know talking Techn- to people. Yeah. Technology is Technology. fucked. Well, here lately, a lot of the phones have been messing up. Well, I, I don't, I just don't, I, I hate technology so much because it's just, it's just constant bullshit. And it's like I have full bars, that's what I don't understand. And you never know. You don't. Well, it's like no different when it says you have 5G, and then all of a sudden you're like, you can't get Yeah, no you signal. have 5G and it says fucking E on it. But then when you go to 4 it works fine. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't I don't get that whatsoever. I'm actually just gonna call his number and see if that happens. <laughs> Please leave your message for Maybe his phone died. I don't know. It might have. You know, no, I'm I'm this I, I love talking to this guy because it's like he's just he's really humble at what he does. Well, I like the fact that it was actually good quality until the signal just dropped. Yeah. We get Please a- leave your message for we get a lot of people that, you know, their phone cracks in and out, the signal gets cuts in and out, and you, you just, eh, 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 eh. but this this was actually pretty good. So, again, hopefully we can get him back. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, well, it's finally ringing, so that's the best part. <laughs> hopefully we get some signal. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving around here. It's a digital turkey. Oh, fuck. Yeah, usually we don't have any problems like this. Usually it's just pretty much straightforward and stuff and straight onto the call. 
No, does he live around here? He lives in he lives in Dayton. Where? Dayton. Oh. Dayton well, area. if it's worst case scenario, we can actually always have him actually come in. Yeah, that'd be cool. He's a really good guy. I know he um he's really dedicated on what he does and anything that he does, it's always been it just super just straight into it. Well, if anything, then he there it goes. It's ringing. <clears throat> he probably called me by a little bit. Maybe he had to poop. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's never ending here, Dark Carousel. Yeah, welcome to the Dark Carousel podcast, guys. This is where <laughs> you get to enjoy the technical difficulties. This is behind the scenes. Yeah, this is it. We didn't edit shit. No, we don't edit nothing. We just full blown just do it. Voicemail. Please leave your <laughs> called it. Yeah. So well, I mean I'm I'm gonna keep trying. Let's see. Uh active. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> well, his stuff ain't active then. <laughs> We're going back to the digital turkey. Alrighty then. Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Oh. He was taking a taking a station break. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't know what the hell just happened. I mean, either I was sitting there talking, and it was just like nothing. Yeah, like, you all of a sudden like with this lost connection, and then it's like, uh, hello, and then it just went blank. But yeah, we're we're still live. All right, um, trying to think. Um, <laughs> well, I have a question. I'm just curious. Now, is Skinner your character, or since he bought the mask, is it Brimstone's? Well, it's 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 mine because um, when Bill told me that. He said, you know, you guys, he did the same thing for John with, with his character, Boogeyman. He said, we were the only two that got this lucrative deal. He was just like, you know, I know these masks are expensive, but you guys are obviously not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't mind buying this, this kind of stuff for you guys. And I'm asking you to give up your movie characters, which you absolutely love, which you're so good at. But, um, if you're willing to do that, I'll get these masks, and then they're yours. You just do whatever you want with them. That's that's, that's so, really nice. Of well, I mean, that's a good yeah. deal. So but he 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 basically gave us, you know, he bought them, he paid for them, but mm-hmm. he gave them to us. And then I remember the when they actually sold everything. Um, I remember asking him, you know, you want the mask back, and he's like, No, it's yours. Do it. Do with it what you want. It's your character. But, you know, the haunt will go on. It just won't be here. And I said, okay. So I felt partially compelled to go over to Brimstone and stay with them and keep Skinner as part of the show yeah. uh, for that reason. And I did for, I think it was, what, four or five years over there. And then, you know, and, and then I think that was the other reason they were not really – wanting to give me what I wanted for Skinner as far as the scene and everything, because they, they didn't like that Skinner was mine. <laughs> the new, the new ownership did not like that. I had that in my back pocket. If I wanted to go, boom, I'm leaving and Skinner's coming with. Me. Yep. Yep. That is the best part about it. Yeah. So they wanted, they wanted full control and they wanted Skinner to be there. So that way, if I left, Skinner was still part of the attraction. Yeah, that's and, not happening. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. So yeah. he's, he's technically mine. Um, 
and I, I told them I don't care if they use the pictures or whatever they want, even even still to this day, you know, if they wanted to use them, I don't really care. Um, but but I have the costume, I have the mask, it's all the stuff's in my room, <laughs> it's it's ready to go whenever for whatever I want. But yeah, he's mine. So <laughs> now um, when you were working at Springboro Haunted Hayride, um, before we got cut off, um, you also played Mr. Moss. Yes. I was so excited when um, I think it was uh, either Bill or Mark. One of those two gave me the opportunity of being Mr. Moss. And that was my first time ever putting on a silicone mask. And I oh, yeah. hated my neck <laughs> all night. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, fuck. So I remember I sat down with Mark and I told him, I said, man, I said, I love the look that you're trying to give us, but I can't do a silicone mask. I've never worn one of these before. I did it a few nights, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. And he's like, we'll just come up with a new character. He said, but just still name it Mr. Moss. So I'm like, all right. So I remember um, I, I I was literally like, because like I know with the silicone mask, I mean, you, you sweat profusely, and all that heat just oh, God, builds yeah. up in your chin. And as I'm doing my lines and doing whatever, I'm like, spitting at people and it's not spit sweat you're right and so i was like well, mr moss is overwatered yeah well he was definitely overwatered <laughs> and i was just like i was i remember that that greenhouse scene and i'm like looking at it i'm like you know what fuck this so i i i talked to mark and i was like i'm gonna do you know a backwoods fucking hill jack serial killer that has like moss and the moss he it's ripe it's basically before Mr. Moss changed into Mr. Moss. So like the gotcha. the Moss was gonna infect him. He's getting infected by the plants. And so I came up with this whole new concept of you know, this this Mr. Moss character was looking for his marigold and I had this fucking <laughs> I had this giant flower and I remember Mark was like, Well won't you turn that flower and squirt people with it? I'm like, Don't you say <laughs> that, Mark. So I took um uh what was that that bait called? It was like liquid, like fish bait, and I put it in this no. little <laughs> container, oh. and uh, I was spraying people with it, like right in their face. Pow, pow. Oh, Fucking going terror wow. town over here. And um, Mark <laughs> loved it. He loved the fact that I was making people just smell like shit. Mm. And like I, at first, I thought I was overstepping my boundaries, but he was just all for it. And wow. I'm like, all right, man. I mean, you yeah. said it, so I'm gonna keep here going go. with it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the first time I ever met um, Christian I mean, Gershel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he uh, is now the maintenance lead maintenance at uh, Land of Illusion. Oh nice. And uh, he still roams around and still still does his thing. He don't really get in character no more, but it definitely oh, okay. seems like he's in his atmosphere. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's killing it. He's absolutely. I met a lot of good people at Spring Ball Night Hayride. And, uh, yeah, I just, and a lot of them went to land of illusion they I, did. that I know. They yeah. did. Yeah. And I remember when I first met Christian, um, he had the same heart as I had in the haunt world when other people out there was just there for the money or there's like, I remember there was, there was one time and I, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to say it. So the, <laughs> there are these country boys that drove like the combines and the trucks and stuff. They're a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, and uh, I remember those guys came over to uh, our little area in the field, 
and started bullying fucking Christian and making fun of him and making fun of us because like we're just we're super dedicated in our in our stuff. And uh, Christian wasn't standing up for himself, and I'm like, all right, fuck this shit. You guys are gonna sit here and bully us. Uh, one, that's one thing I don't tolerate is bullying. And yeah. So they came over with their big old nice truck. So you know, I went in my Jeep and I grabbed this little little tool that takes the little pin out of the, out. that that little stems out of the tires. Oh, and and yeah. I went over there and I flattened their tires. I didn't pop them. I just <laughs> took that stem out. And I remember us leaving that night and they were stuck there. Like, motherfucker, don't you dare bully us. Wow. That's and awesome. I, I was like, nah, motherfucker. Like, you want this to be a horror movie? <laughs> don't, don't mess with no haunters. <laughs> just because you guys drive nice trucks and we drive these piece of shit cars, we'll fuck you up, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, he, he, he had a lot of good old boys working for him and certain positions and those guys definitely thought they were untouchable yeah i hated that yeah. so bad but other than that didn't uh bill own D- dk yeah yeah he actually owned dk and partnered with huffy and i mean made a ton of money oh yeah and then and then i think he i don't know if he sold if he just sold it out or if he just branched back out and got out of the deal with Huffy at some point, but um, yeah, he basically took DK and made it a very well known, yeah, he did, um, very popular BMX style like um, biking company, and and Huffy wanted in on it, and and then uh, he would bring those guys there to the to the to the haunt, have them do their tricks with the half and pipes and stuff. Yeah. I remember that was pretty and cool. At that time, I didn't know who those guys were, but I guess they were like, I mean, X game type Damn. talent. Like, they were really good. Yeah, so, I, didn't, I didn't know that at all. I yeah, just, I didn't either at the mm-hmm. time. I was like, wow. Now, I remember when <clears throat> I, when it was my final year at uh, uh, Superbowl Hunter Hayride, um, I ended up in 2014 going to Land of Illusion for the first time. Where I worked at Land of Illusion for two weekends, and I had a buddy named Jesse Kinder. Um, he he said, "Hey man, you got me the job at Springboro on a Hayride, and you backed out on me. Once you come back to uh, Springboro on a Hayride, I'm like, uh, man, all right, all right, fuck it." So I actually worked on the Hayride one. It was no, I think it was two nights, <clears throat> and uh, I was in their clown scene. And this is probably the only bad thing I could say about what happened and everything. Well, for some reason, so I went down downstairs in the barn and I signed my name and I did all my get all my makeup on and stuff. Worked those two nights, and um, you know how they you got paid on Saturdays because that's just how they yeah. did it. Um, they said that I only worked one night and they only they gave me thirty five dollars, and uh, I was what like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm so I'm not. I said, I was here both nights. I said, I have proof that I've been here. Is well, your name's not on the thing. I said, my name is on there because I that's that's just the rules. That's what we're supposed to do. And I, I talked to Mark, and I, I think that's what his name was. Was it Mark? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I talked to Mark, and he told me to get over it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Mark. Uh, well, you, uh, you have a very wonderful haunt season, and you do what you want to do, and I am just going to go back to Land of Illusion. 
And he wow. didn't, and that was it. And then I remember he messaged me like a few weeks later, man, you got to come back to, no, dude, I'm, I can't. I said, I don't, I'm not saying it'll continue to happen, but I just don't want to risk that. I don't know who's counting the money and doing this and that. Again, at that time, I, I wasn't really dedicated into <clears throat> my haunting character because I just like, yeah. I just started like just about like four or five years ago to actually start getting more into haunting and actually seeing a lot more stuff. But then, yeah, I was, I was worried about that money because that was just, it was just nice to get that $80. And, um, I was just, I was just blown away that how he, how he told me that just, just get over it. I'm like, Whoa, wow. So I just went back, that's one back to land. Man, you took that a lot better than I would. Give me my money. I'd have been up there knocking. I'd have been up there knocking on the door at like three a.m. Like somebody has been drinking while they were counting, and they fucked me over. So you owe me some money. No, exactly. And like, but like, do you really want to meet Skinner? Yeah, really. Well, I was like, I was so just pissed off, and I was just like, damn, like I, I just couldn't believe how he said that to me, and I'm like. And I told him, I said, all right, well, I said, I'm done. I said, you have a wonderful haunt season. I'm, I'm out. I said, you can keep your fucking money. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste my time and get screwed. But that was the only time I've ever got screwed from them. But other than that, I absolutely loved Bill because his, he was so humble with everything and he definitely enjoyed I mean, like just, I can just, I can, I can, yeah. I can, I can, I felt it. I felt the, the atmosphere of like an old school haunt. He enjoyed the haunt as much as we did. And he wanted everybody oh, yeah. to know that this is, this is a haunt and we're going to have a blast and we're all one big family. And I, I, did, I, I felt it. I did get in trouble once when, uh, <laughs> when I first started with Skinner, I was, uh, like you said, I, I had a moment where I truly, Became <laughs> I became the, the monster. <laughs> I, I did, and and I forgot about where I was, and that I was at a haunt, and this was all an act. I mean, I I was him. I was this guy <laughs> for real. And I remember I had this girl chained to a chair, and she had on this like stomach, uh, almost like a blood pack, and I was supposed to hit that, and you know, blood come out and everything. Yeah. And she dies. So that was the act, and so I come out, and she's screaming and hollering and everything, and I let the let the crowd gather around, and then right before I get ready to stab her, this lady looks down at her, and she goes, don't worry, honey, it's going to be okay. Jesus will save you. <laughs> and I looked the lady right in the eye, and I said, Jesus. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, there isn't Jesus here. And I said, here, I'm God. <laughs> and she just looked at me, and her jaw dropped, and she's like, Oh my, oh my. that's just, I, I can't believe you just said that. And, and, and man, she, I mean, she ran out of there. Dude, oh you about got the Bible across the face. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then here come Bill like 30 minutes later and he said, Hey, I had a lady complain and say you were saying stuff about religion and stuff about God. And I said, well, I said, I was just playing off what she said. And he goes, what'd she say? And I said, well, she told this girl that Jesus would save her. 
And I was just trying to convey to her right here in this moment, right now, if I'm going to spill her guts out on the floor, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And ain't nobody going to stop me. Ain't nobody going to save her. I'm going to do it. Don't, don't fucking tempt me. And I Listen, really wanted Bill. to do it. I really wanted to do it at that point, just to prove a point. But it was kind of like, he said, well, you know, I really should kind of refrain from saying anything about religion or saying anything about God because, you know, a lot of people just frown on that. And yeah. I said, okay, that's <laughs> fine. And he, and he said, and, and quite honestly, I'm not okay with that. And I said, oh, you're not? And he said, no, I'm pretty advocate. Uh, I go to the church, I go to church every week and we're there every Sunday and we give a lot of money to the church. And, and I just, yeah, that, that, that actually looks bad on us and leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> You should have still still went on it with him. Like, okay, do you really think that's going to buy your way into heaven? (laughs) Well, I I looked right at him and I said, Bill, I'm not trying to be difficult, but did, did we make a wrong turn at Disney world? or something? (laughs) Last I checked this, this is a haunt, right? You're supposed to kind of get the edge of reality and get under their skin and, and, and really just, you know, Creep, uh, or, or is this is this a like a is this a church haunt now? Yeah. Is it for for kids for you know for little kids in a church haunt? I, I don't get it. Yep. And I, I and I and I say even said at that point in time maybe I was maybe I'm in the wrong place. Maybe I maybe I belong at the hoochie or somewhere like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the hoochie. Screw you. Man. You know, put me put me in there with those maniacs. Yeah. Jesus, that's, that's kind of how I felt. I can only imagine Skinner at the hoochie <laughs> losing his fucking mind. I think you might have too oh. much fun. <laughs> oh God, it would. I would love to work there at least one night just to see oh, what it's man. like. But, yeah, I have. Uh, we we had the honor of working at Terror Town in uh, Lewisburg. Nope, is it Lewisburg? No, where is it? Uh, uh, I, yeah, it, top there towards like Amelia. Yeah. yeah. Like Williamsburg. Yeah, Williamsburg. 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 That's it. And yeah. um, uh, Steve and I, we went up there and they told us, you know, we can hands on cuz do what the fuck we want. Okay. Yeah. So they we, fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up real fucking bad. <laughs> and this is during COVID time. We went up there and we like literally short story. We we wrecked it so bad. Like the owner, next thing you know, was wanting to offer us, dude, we want you to come run the park for us and all this other <laughs> shit. I mean, well, it was funny because so like my our skit, um, Steve was uh, this this insane asylum maniac, uh, Sid, and he has this. He stands about like six two, six three. I'm five seven, so I was the doctor. He was the maniac, and uh, we had these cells, and uh, in this scene i had i had two cells i had one cell with a a lady named um cynthia and then uh sid was back in the other cell hiding in the shadows they didn't even fucking see him so as the group came in uh my whole act was i am performing lobotomies i need to find my person (laughs) and so i came up with this psychotic doctor doctor scum and he's this old school german doctor i don't i can't do the accent but when i was in the in the scene it was so spot on it was scary because i just got really deep <laughs> in a character well i came up with this really cool idea of instead of just saying hey you have a red bla- bracelet come to me no so you're blessed with the red wrist and i need you to sit down in this chair so i can perform this lobotomy so i can get cynthia changed into this monster that i'm creating now remember tear town they have the red you buy the extra pass whatever for the red bracelet that they give you 
and that yeah, enables yeah. you to go hardcore on them. Yep. So I'm sitting there and I'm doing my skit, doing my lines and stuff, and I end up tying this girl to this chair. And um, the funny thing is, I knew this girl, and I usually I do my thing. I tell him who I am, what I'm doing. I bring Cynthia Ford to the cell, and I tell her to shut the fuck up and quit <laughs> running her goddamn mouth. And I tell her to go back in the corner where she fucking belongs because I'll be with I'll be with her next and some bullshit story. But anyways, they had two choices: either, well, so when I asked Cynthia to come back up to the cell, and I I asked her what the options are given. And I said, should I give them the secret surprise in the bag, which was uh, a baggie full of bloody teeth, bloody teeth, or they get the gravy, which is nasty ass blood. Well, at the time, I didn't have blood. I ran out of blood. So I took this like two year old fucking trough water that was stable from that was sitting out in the (laughs) damn sun for, like I said, two years, this baking nasty. So I took a gallon of, of a milk a milk gallon and I filled it and this girl sat down and I'm just telling her and Cynthia said, give her the gravy. And I'm like, Oh dude, this shit stinks so bad, but she's fucked. She's so fucked. And, um, uh, I ended up pouring that whole gallon on that girl. And then I ended oh, up giving her the teeth. And then I had this, it was a real, um, it was a real gun as a rifle and I cocked it and I told her, um, as I'm doing my thing, what does S I D spell? And she's like, I don't know. I said, what does S-I-D spell? Sid. So there's one time. And then you say it three more times, like the whole Beetlejuice thing. Well, as soon as they say Sid the last time, here comes Steve busting out of this fucking cell. He's hiding in the shadows. They can't see this big motherfucker about them, and they don't expect anything. And he grabs that bitch, throws her in the fucking like manhandling this girl. Well, people are pissing pants and scattering. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And we just we just manhandle these people, and it was just so crazy that one here it is, 2020 COVID year, the pandemic is still in the air, and we're like literally just annihilating these people. Um, oh man, I, I enjoyed it. And there was this one girl, I was a doctor, and it was in 2019. I went up there and volunteered for the first time, and uh, the the director, Connie, she said, I just want you to lose your fucking mind. Do whatever you want with these people. And I'm like, Connie, you're 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 not you're 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 fucking up. You're, you're crossing a line. She said, No, just have fun, do whatever you want with people. And I'm like, Okay. So I got in a carriage, I got my lab coat on. I had these these they called them crazies, which is basically like um patients and stuff. Well, this one girl came in. And it's, it's on the Google review, and I made her piss her fucking pants, and I let her sit in it because I was just like, I was. Lost it again. Why does it do that? <laughs> there we are. I uh, went blank for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can okay. hear uh, So she came in, and I, I made her piss her pants, and I just let her sit in it. And so she came to my scene, and this is before the whole uh, German thing I was doing. Motherfucker! <laughs> Hold uh my phone keeps on cutting in now it's getting really annoying. Um but yeah, uh yeah, yeah, I um so she came in and I grabbed her, threw her in a chair, and I grabbed her fucking like hair and like, with both hands and I placed my hands across her face and I told her if she speaks one fucking word, I swear to God I'll follow you home and I'll fucking murder you. And she didn't she did oh, not like that. 
but I was not stopping. That's like how you said you just, I, I felt like I was my character and I told her to get on her knees and crawl for me. So she got on her knees and she was crawling and I, I grabbed her fucking hair and I pulled it up real hard and I told her, I said, you better be dragging your nose against that dirt and I want to see that trail. So she's dragging her fucking nose. She's pissed everywhere. And I just hop on her back and start riding her. Yeah, come on, bitch. Let's fucking ride. And uh, I rode her for about, you know, like 100, 200 feet. And then eventually I just pushed her out of the fucking way and she went on her way. And then when I saw the pictures, I was smearing blood all over her. I was just dousing her in all this blood. And when I seen the picture after I was done with her on Google reviews, I was like, man, I fucked her up. You see the piss stains all over her pants. And I just like, I I did my job. Meanwhile, she sees a psychiatrist twice a week now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like, I I, I like going out of my way and like cussing and putting hands on the stuff. But honestly, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I didn't really think it was all that in a bag of chips. I thought just doing what I do now is a lot more fun because it's just, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's more of a, of a psychological scare. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like nowadays, I mean, fuck now people get off to that shit. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting in that kink stuff and I'm putting my hands on a, a, a lady's throat and she's doing her thing in her pants. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm just going to stick to my peachy 13. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the whole McKinney manner thing. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically torture porn. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that's just not, I don't know. No. Like, yeah. We, we discussed that a few episodes ago that it's just Russ McKinney. He's a. I see what he's trying to do. I mean, he's a sick motherfucker. He has an extensive collection of videos. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. To I know his like, I forget what his prize is, but it's like it lasts seven hours. It's ten grand. It's ten grand. Yeah, if you succeed, it's like it's like ten grand that you get. Good God! And I like that's just that's just like crazy to me to think like what is this man doing to make people only last two hours. Yeah. Well, the longest record, again, you got to go the full eight, but the longest I think anybody's ever made it is six. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I'm good. No, thank you. So, well, Sean, um, I appreciate you so much for taking time out of your, your night and speaking with us. Um, I, I hope to see you at Land of Illusion. And if you ever get a hair up your ass, maybe you can come guest act at Land of Illusion with us, man. Hey, man, I tell you what, you never know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you never be- know. That'd be really cool, man. Um, definitely keep it up with uh, the most unknown on TikTok because I love watching your videos. Just constantly using that fucking backboard. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's, um, it's there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Um, yeah, just definitely keep up the hard work on what you're doing with uh, like TikTok and getting your name out there and stuff. And hopefully one – have you met Larry Bird yet? You know, I have not. Um, I got to, I've, I've seen him play live. I went to an All Star game back in '86. Um, I was there when Jordan dunked from the free throw line. Um, I was at that All Star game with my dad. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really hope at least one of these days you get to meet him. I think, I think that would be absolutely amazing. It would definitely be a dream come true. I mean, I'm a huge fan of his. I'm 
I get compared to him a lot, which a lot of people are probably saying that as a dig, but to me, that's the ultimate compliment. Yeah. Man, I mean, you're really real. good, man. I know you've been, you've just watching your videos, you're super accurate with your shots. And I just like, damn, dude, this, you just keep going and going. And that's what I love about just, and it's not even just haunting, it's just with anything. You just, you keep going and you, you just, you keep proving to all these other people that there's no stopping with anything. No, it's in, uh, you know, I got cut in high school. Well, I got cut in junior high and high school. I tried out. They cut me. We were poor. We didn't have a lot of money. So it was definitely like, it was all politics. They wanted all the rich kids and all their parents that would beat a lot of money into the school. Yeah. So that just pushed me and drove me to, to become the best I could be at what I love to do. And basketball has always been my number one passion more so than anything else. And, uh, like I said, I just I'll be fifty this year here in December and I still enjoy it. I play as much as I can, shoot as much as I can. And now that I can't and it's harder for me to find games now to get into, so I just start doing more like trick shots and challenges and stuff. I, I don't think there's anything I can't make or do. I've I've done full court shots, I've done shots behind the backboard, thirty I saw, feet. I saw you hit that kid. <laughs> what was funny what was funny on that is i actually made that shot before they got there and then i was like i'm gonna take about 10 steps back and try it again and they showed up and i was in my like third or fourth attempt and i was so close i hit the rim a bunch of times and then they showed up and he's like oh this isn't that hard we can do this and i said really and he said yeah we can do this and i said well here give it a shot then and they both uh, there's a black guy and a white guy, and they both threw it three, four times each. Wasn't even close. So I took the ball back, and then I thought, I'll give it a couple more tries. If I don't make it, then I'm gonna call it a day. Right. Well, and he saw me, he saw me throwing it, and he started riding the skateboard right down there. He got right under the hoop, right? As, <laughs> right as, I mean, I'd let it, I'd let it go right as he was circling around, but I didn't think he was going right under the hoop. Man, I hit him right in the face. Oops! Right in the face. Whoops. From about. From about seventy feet out, oh, you'll <laughs> oh, feel that man. one in the morning. Yeah, that oh, was a bomb from hell, and it knocked him right off the skateboard. <laughs> but <laughs> that's oh, the price that's you pay when you ride a skateboard onto the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Well, man, I, again, I appreciate you so much, and um, I definitely let you know when this show comes out. Uh, it comes out next Monday at five p.m. Um, it'll be cool. on. Is a mouthful. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now iHeartRadio. So um, oh, nice. definitely send out the link to you and just share it out, man. Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, I appreciate you. You have a wonderful evening, and just stay spooky, my guy. Oh, yeah, you too. Thank you guys so much for having me. No well, problem. You have it. a good night. See ya. You too. We'll see you. All right, bye. Well, guys, that was Sean from, well, former uh, from... Brimstone. Brimstone. Um, he no longer works there, but he still has a very spooky heart, and that's the main reason why we wanted to get him. Um, <clears throat> great guy. Guys, go check him out on TikTok, The Most Unknown. He does all these amazing trick shots, and he continues to prove people wrong, especially with his age and his timing, and he just he kills it. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to see uh, his character, I will post a picture of him on our Instagram and Facebook to show Skin Her, S-K-I-N-N-H-E-R. Yeah. And just look at his amazing character that he developed and created. 
Again, guys, this is Dark Carousel Podcast. We love you guys. We love spooky stuff. This is a podcast for haunters, everybody. Yeah. You guys have a wonderful weekend. See you guys.